enough is enough. Everything you need, you already have. Wayne Dyer. I want to acknowledge and thank Ryan Holiday, media strategist and best-selling writer for his book, Stillness is Key. I've been contemplating the ideas in this chapter, but after reading Ryan talk about this concept, I was compelled to write my personal truth on the matter. Enough. In his book, Ryan depicted the true events of Tiger Woods and his unfulfilling rise to ascension. Unfortunately, he was raised to only focus on being perfect, outworking the opponent and achieving every possible accolade. As one can imagine, the shortcomings in his personal life were probably due to this lack of appreciation for enough. In fact, this word enough was coined the E word and an expletive in Tiger's childhood that only losers settled for. As a former professional soccer player for the majority of my teenage years, I can relate to an extent. As a team representing Brampton and traveling across Ontario and even the United States, we were focused on winning at all costs and not simply for the love of the game. Enough. Almost a decade later, I find myself taking on the most complicated and unforeseen path in becoming a full-time podcaster. As rewarding as it is, constantly creating content on the internet is not something I studied in school or learned about elsewhere until I simply began trying. Being an entrepreneur is challenging because you're constantly working towards gaining more support, impact, and income by sacrificing your own time, money, energy, and other resources. With these demanding and unpredictable online endeavors are the expectations to grow and accomplish at a certain rate or else you're deemed unsuccessful. If you're reading this and have an online presence, I'm sure you recognize the pressures and expectations that come with existing on these social platforms. If we forget the simple intentions of our businesses and endeavors to provide value and serve others, we might get caught up in this online rat race of sorts. I had to get out of the mindset of assuming the first person to get verified, sponsored, or hit a significant milestone wins. Enough. Look at the society we live in. This westernized culture is much more individualized than its Eastern collective thinking counterpart. Around here, we all strive towards more and better. Advertisements promote products we think we need, while parents advocate for careers that they suppose will bring us wealth. It's hard to deny we live in a consumer, goal-oriented lifestyle in Canada, North America, and many other developed nations. On one hand, it's great to have goals and ambitions. This is often the source of our motivation and the reason we have wealthy individuals, famous social media influencers, top-notch sports teams and athletes, and other high performers in their respective fields. However, moderation is not encouraged as much as hard work. Getting better at saving money is not as enticing as increasing income. Regulating screen time is not recommended when social media companies do everything in their power to keep a user online. We should observe which aspects of our lives we spend too much time, energy, money, and focus on in order to say the magic word. Enough.
This is one of the most powerful lessons in this entire book because I cannot tell you the amount of joy that comes from being satisfied with the progress you've made and content with what you possess, physically, mentally, and emotionally. If it wasn't for my recent inclination towards spirituality, I doubt I would understand the potency of feeling fulfilled. I had to let go of external validation being the source of my happiness and look within. Enough comes from the inside. I've noticed seeing what you have and seeing what you've always had is the key to being satisfied. My ability to impact people positively and serve my Vibing Up community comes from a place of passion, as goes for my career and other side hustles. If work comes from a place of need for accolades, money, or notoriety, then work is due to lack, and lack is a product of fear. Working from fear is equivalent to slavery, and unfortunately, millions of people work due to necessity instead of true enjoyment and satisfaction. Do you really need to work those extra hours or make that extra post on your social media page if it's increasing your stress and anxiety? Enough. Lastly, the idea of boundaries comes into play when we think about what enough means. Deciding to limit what we physically consume is one place to start. I believe any regular functioning person is susceptible to feeling dependent at some point in their life. Caffeine, sugar, alcohol, and tobacco are a few examples of socially acceptable substances humans are susceptible to becoming dependent on that, if not managed, can be to one's detriment. There are other addictions that are less accepted yet still very prominent, such as addiction to video games, sex addictions, and gambling, not to mention fatal and illegal drugs. Of course, it would be optimal to set boundaries and know how much our body can handle, and it's easier said than done. The notion of boundaries exists in relationships too. Granting someone too much access and time of yours can negatively affect the way you two associate, creating codependency, while weakening the ability to openly communicate about individual needs and feelings. I'll be the first one to admit I've struggled with my own boundaries from many of the topics I just mentioned. I've had a cannabis problem, a caffeine dependency, and even spent too much time playing video games for much of my teenage years. In relationships, I've agreed to being committed to people I wasn't ready to invest in and have been too attached to people when more distance would have helped. Understanding boundaries and learning when to say enough have been some of the greatest lessons in my life. So I hope you can find an area to utilize this perspective for the better. Challenge. It's time to take advantage of self-reflection and self-awareness in our mind to acknowledge when our body has had enough and our soul is fulfilled. We owe it to ourselves to reach a state of power, peace, light, and love. Feeling appreciation, gratitude, and joy should be a default feeling throughout the days. So let's start with what parts of your life do you find yourself saying, I need this. Maybe you're like myself and you drink coffee. Do you drink a cup of coffee whenever you feel it is necessary or is it a controlled and limited choice? Perhaps you love online shopping and find yourself fighting the urge to spend hundreds of dollars at a time. 
The hardest enough uh, to face for so many of us is our screen time as well. I'm well aware iPhone has an app that tracks how we use our phone throughout the day, but does this information provided to us really limit our phone usage? The best way to track what parts of your life you have a hard time saying enough to would be to wake up with the intention of noticing this for one entire day. From the moment you get up to your day-to-day activities, interactions, and movements, observe when you feel desire. According to Buddha, desire and attachment lead to suffering. So if you can be aware when you feel these emotions and which part of your life you feel these towards, you're a step closer to being able to say enough. I wouldn't ask you to give up the things you love and the parts of your life you can't get enough of. I'm simply challenging you to notice and become aware of where those areas are. I congratulate you if you're able to make any discoveries about yourself and it is completely up to you what you do with these findings. The truth is, many people are too afraid to even take the first step of realization, looking themselves in the mirror.